This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Oh, I win. Google me. We're not hosting an intergalactic kegger down here. College football! Milrow puts a man in motion, empty backfield, low snap, quarterback run up the middle. Yeah! He's not going to make it! Yeah! Nowhere close as the Michigan defense stuffs Jalen Milrow. Uh, that was Michigan Radio at the call in case you was <laughs> couldn't it? figure that one out. Well done, Peyton, putting the Kurt Sinetti uh, call. <laughs> I win. Google I me. win. Google me. Good stuff there. Now, College Kegger here on 105 through the fan. Michigan in overtime, 27-20, down late. Down late with three minutes and three and change to go. Gets the ball back. Marches down the field. Uh, scores. The game tying touchdown. Almost blows it on a punt where they get the ball at the one. I mean, that ball. I mean, think of, think of how close Alabama was at that point. I mean, they almost got a touchdown or the ball right there at the one yard line. How do we feel about J.J. McCarthy? College quarterback. College quarterback. That's, that's the perfect way to describe him. He's a college quarterback. He's going to be one of these guys like a Jay Barker at Alabama who just like is in lore of that school that nobody remembers anywhere else. I mean, he I, I think he's I, I hesitate to put him in any sort of a box just because he has grown so much as a passer from last year to this year. He was he was Milrow throwing the ball almost at times last year. And at the end of the season, it really started to click for him. And then he was really good for a lot of this year. JJ was the the Heisman favorite for a lot of this year, which was lunacy because he like hardly he never threw a pass in the second half of any of these games. Yesterday was the first time they trailed in a second half. I know, but the physicality for them to push around Alabama the way that they did throughout stages of that game that is mighty impressive. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look. I wonder, like, is Bama young on the O line and Michigan's like grown men? Like, are they, yeah, do, I mean, does Bama, Michigan have a lot of, like, fifth- and six-year seniors? Bama's got a top-five pick in the draft probably next year at tackle, yeah. Latham. Uh, I mean, they're, they're not super young. They, I mean, they've got some young players on there, but, I mean, they've, they've got some some veteran players. Yeah, Michigan, though, uh, you know, look, they get the big run from, from Blake Corm in the overtime. Um, that a was, lot of people were wanting him in the Cowboys' backfield yesterday. Boy, him and Deuce together, what are they, about eight feet tall if you put the two on top of each other? <laughs> oh, that's tiny, man. He's a small guy, too. Uh, his legs don't stop moving though; he keeps chugging along. Uh, but that was that was a that was a really fun. It was a fun kind of bad game. I'm a fun guy. Fugly, yes, it was. The fugly game. It, it really, it really, really was. Uh, but Michigan gets the victory. They beat Alabama. There will be no SEC champ this year. 
27-20 in overtime, which brought us to the nightcap. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that game. <laughs> Washington and Texas in a much more 2023-2024 type game. Can the dogs defense get the stop on fourth and 11? Ewers takes a shotgun snap. He's back to pass. Pressure coming. Throws the fade. Jackson knocks the ball away. The Huskies are headed to Houston to play the Michigan Wolverines for their first national championship since 1991. So you seriously can't have that your headphones on to listen to that? I, I've heard that call already three times this morning, and I hate it. Wow, Peyton, oh. try to get a second So clip. Mavericks yeah. looking for some revenge today. <laughs> it's not even college football, Peyton. How about you pull that save Washington wins. <laughs> yeah, call for it, Bobby. I got it. <laughs> Michael Penix, 430 yards passing. The dude's a monster. He throws a great deep ball. I mean, it's pretty. It's Warren Moon-esque. Yeah. I mean, he probably doesn't have Warren Moon. Oh, he can throw it. He can throw it, man. It, I mean, last night, it was just... He made three or four throws. It wasn't one. It was like, Bobby, you tweeted, they were dying. Yeah, I was talking to, I had texted a couple of people yesterday just about Penix and, you know, the the type of player that he is. Obviously, there's going to be questions about medicals. He's an older player, everything else. But somebody else in the league had texted me back and said, that is the most accurate deep ball college passer I've seen. Wow. He's tremendous. Like, And, and I think he should have won the Heisman Trophy. I he thought he should have won it. Ticked off. He did not win he, it. And he showed it, man. Um, you know, Daniels won it at LSU, but man, like I, there, there are very few quarterbacks uh, that, that throw the ball the way he does. And he's probably not going to be a, I mean, he might be a, what, a late one. I, I mean, it's tough to say, it's tough to say with, with the way quarterbacks are drafted. You never really know based on what their big board is versus where they actually are. Yeah. Taking. And, and man, he's the, the interesting thing watching him last night. It's that there were concerns about Texas's secondary, obviously, and they're well-founded given how, how much Washington torched them. But like these weren't just guys are open by 15 yards. Like Penix was no, throwing cool, yeah. on, on guys who there wasn't a ton of separation. No. He was just, he was throwing dots all night. And I, and I love the aggressiveness and, and the ability to, to, to know you can fit it in there, but mm. that's the guys, the guys, I mean, you can, now, yes, people are killing him because he's 25. 23, yeah. Or, you know, he's an old man, right? He's 23. That's what happens, though, when you had the COVID year. Chris Russo is going to just lose his mind, just I like he did on Stetson Bennett. I mean, what are we doing here? Andy Griffin, what's his name? Well, making fun of an older player? Yeah, he did that with... He killed Stetson Bennett last year, that this was unfair. You have an adult playing out there with children, so same sort of thing. I will say... Obviously, I'm a Texas fan. Whatever else, like, the the better team won. Like Washington's just a better team than Texas right now. They they were, I thought, the better team. I mean, obviously last night, I mean, I, I picked them, but you know, it would not have surprised me if Texas went out there and won. Texas is super talented, um, and I don't know who would give Michigan the better game um, because the phys- you know physical physicality with Texas. But look, they've opened it opened at a five point spread, and it's already been bet down to four and a half. Uh, we're in Washington. You know, Michigan's a favorite, um, which is a it's more than double what Michigan was against Alabama. Michigan was one and a half, two against Alabama, and they're more than double this against Washington. Bobby, did the committee get it right? Uh, no, I mean they still didn't get it right. Like Bama didn't belong. Like that should that should you, you Georgia's a better football team than Bama. 
Like Florida State had Florida State. Everybody's going to go to the okay, sixty-three. Okay, so you're going to argue for Georgia over Florida State. You're not saying Georgia. Florida State should have been in. No, I, I'm saying you I, were arguing Florida Georgia, State. Georgia, Georgia, Ohio State, Florida, all or, or Florida State all had arguments to be in over Bama. They had arguments, but like, okay, so you, you I would have put them. I would have put all three of those teams in over Bama. But I don't think that you could say that they didn't get it right. They were in overtime. Like, that Alabama losing yeah. doesn't, I, I mean, ju- doesn't you, not justify but are, it. But aren't you also, like, the the king of styles make fights? Like, a style doesn't tell me. Of course that, like, like yes, the, the better te- Georgia Georgia's a better team than Bama. Would you do, I, agree? I, I agree that Georgia, I think, would have beat Michigan. But Bama's better than Florida State. Uh, I don't think Bama's better than Florida State if Florida State's got everybody. You no, know, if Jordan, like, if Jordan like, like, Travis like they, is there, right. I, I, don't need, I can't even say with certainty like if Jordan Travis is there because like you're talking about Alabama themselves doesn't have a quarterback. Okay. Talent-wise, yeah, like, like you want to talk about up and down the roster-wise, like Florida State is right there in terms of talent they with are. Alabama. They, they, I, I agree that they are. But Jalen Milrow played a lot better in the second half of the season. That's why they're there. I know you've got to stick to your narrative. Give the, give Do you the think kid, that's a good quarterback? Give the kids some credit. He... You see, you, you want to be technical about he's him hurt. dropping back. He and is throwing. hurt. He 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 is a. Was he? Did he turn it up in the second half of the season for them at the position he played? Uh, did he play better? Yes. Did he yes. play uh, like like near the top of, of one of the top quarterbacks in the CFP in the in college football? No. Right. He improved. He's, yeah. I mean, he's a first year starter. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's a it's, sophomore. He's a kid. Yeah. Look, I mean, like I would expect him to improve from what he did skipping slants. Like I would I would hope but, that he's not still doing that at look, the end of the season. You couldn't have put you could not have put Georgia in over Alabama at the time. They literally had just lost the day before. I understand why you can't. I'm just talking about the reality of the reality. Okay, fine. Yeah, maybe Georgia gives. I think. I think Georgia. I agree. I think Georgia, if they were in it, probably would have been favored to win the whole thing. You totally dismissed the 63-3 Florida State loss. I mean, Kirby Smart. Yeah, Kirby Smart even dismissed. There we go. Let's play Kirby. This is this Kirby Smart. We don't have a ton of time here. Jerry Jones. Oh shoot! Right. Um. All right. So you want to skip it? What? Uh, Go ahead. Play. All right. Here's Kirby Smart, real quick, uh, talking about college will have to change things. Let me say something on that because you didn't ask me that question. And maybe I'm wrong here and maybe this will be a bad sound bite. People need to see what happened tonight and they need to fix this. It needs to be fixed. It's very unfortunate that they, who has a good football team and a good football program, are in the position they're in. And everybody can say it's their fault and it's still their own problem. All right? And everybody can say that we had our guys and they didn't have their guys. I can listen to all that. But college football has got to decide what they want. And I know things are changing. And I think things are going to change next year. And you know what? There's going to still be bowl games outside of those. People got to decide what they want and what they really want to get out of it. Because it's really unfortunate for those kids on that sideline that had to play in that game that didn't have their full arsenal. And it affected the game 100%. It did. And it's going to affect the other 30 bowl games next year. The 12-team playoff is not going to fix the Citrus Bowl. All right, it's not going to fix all that. Jerry Jones coming up at 8.30 right here on the home of America's team. But we've been praising Bobby for being right yes, thank about you. Philadelphia nonstop. You're correct. You're correct. Correct Let's as usual, King Friday. Bobby owns being wrong about the quarterbacky who's winning <laughs> the NFL MVP. See, Bobby apologizes and owns it before Jerry. Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mar five yards deep. Fakes the handoff to Gus Edwards. Lobs to a wide open. Pat Ricard. One hand catch for the fullback. And one hand Sunday continues with a Ravens touchdown. Whoa. The most impressive two-week stretch of this entire NFL season on Ravens Radio. Good morning, Metroplex. Sean, RJ, and Bobby with Jerry Jones coming up live at 8.30 on your home of America's team. We need to get an update on Tyler Smith. And are they shopping for any other offensive linemen on the waiver wire? But there's nothing left to argue right now over the Baltimore Ravens and what they did Mm. to the San Francisco 49ers and then the Miami Dolphins as Lamar Jackson wraps up the MVP as the best quarterbacky in the league. All right, so (laughs) I will give you the opportunity now. We've given me a lot of praise this morning. Go right ahead. You can can praise me once again for having the Ravens as one of my top two teams in the NFL, dating back all the way to, like, week six. Um, So, yeah, go ahead. The the, the stage is yours, Sean. I'm ready to hear it. No, the stage is yours to show. When's your next? When's your next? I just, I believed in Baltimore, I guess, because of the the (laughs) defense. When's your next therapy? uh, This afternoon. It is? Mm -hmm. Really? Good for you. I can't wait. Did anyone make a major resolution for 2024? No, not really. I mean, you know, healthy, whatever. Okay. All that's crap. see how that's going. All that crap. You going to listen to my dad? Yeah, I got to call the guy today. Going to let him down easy? Tell him he's fired? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my meds. I got my, my the, the the blood thinners. Yeah, oh, they, they were they were they were out last week. They were off the whole week. Oh, so yeah, I'm gonna. So you told this doctor what my dad said. You need to get. Started. I haven't told him yet. I'm gonna tell him today because they were off all week. So okay. I, I haven't been able to. So that's out of your dad. Pay pay any resolution? You know, I, I told myself at midnight. It's like oh, I'll eat better, but that already went down the drain. So okay, no, no well, January first doesn't count. Yeah, but then, eh. <laughs> yeah. It's a holiday. So you, okay, you, so I can start today and be fine. Yeah, and, you okay. know, weekends are fine. And weekends are And right. any day that football's on, you could drink or there do whatever. Okay. And, and then if it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a Monday after a weekend, then you could do that too. And I'm hoping to see a little bit of growth out of you. Choppy has come around after 12 years. I am number one on the show to admit when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Choppy does it a little bit now. You're the worst. So this is your opportunity well, to I'm, show some new year growth. And talk about how wrong you were about Lamar Jackson since he's winning the MVP. First off, I would say that I'm wrong the least. That's why I, I have to <laughs> own up to the least. Um, 
I, I guess I need clarification from you, Sean. Uh, what is it that I'm admitting to? I'm not going to keep arguing about it. You know the basis and the premise. Yeah. I'm not going to fight today. Is it, is it he's a top five quarterback? No, he's not. He's not one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL to me, still. Like, I think he's been... He's, Two-time MVP he's been, at the age of 26. It, it's impressive, and I've said before he's a... Like I would, I, like I said, I would pay him when Baltimore was screwing around. I said, stop screwing around, pay him. Like, you, you as a weapon, he's great. I just think that, like, when you look at the history of the Super Bowl and everything else, those guys, if you are not one of the elite passers, like, if you are a guy who wins mainly on the ability to run and threaten that way with average arm talent, those guys have historically not won any Super Bowls. And so... That still matters. Arm talent matters at the position. The ability to throw matters. He's improved. He's better. I, I wouldn't even say he's improved. He has better weapons now. He's got Odell Beckham Jr. He had had Mark Andrews before Andrews got hurt. He's had the ability. <laughs> no, that's those are awful weapons. No, but what In I'm saying is that's thing, improved. We made fun of Odell the whole year. Now I know. You want to compliment no, 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 no. This is this is not a criticism. This is not a criticism of Lamar or, or anything else. I'm just saying that he's got guys who are are better players now so you're able to see more of what he can do passing the ball that's okay. all i'm saying okay uh and i think that he's he's absolutely should win the mvp i think in a normal year he doesn't sniff mvp because if you look at statistically this is just this honestly is not his best year by Here, any means at all here, here's your problem well one of them i have several you put these players you're putting these quarterbacks in a box and they don't fit what you imagine them to be, so you discount them, and you choppy just looks at okay, this player plays quarterback. You can do multiple things in order to win at the quarterback position. You think that they have to be Warren Moon dropping back and looking picturesque while throwing all the time, and if they run or if they tush push, you discount them and hate it. You may as well have rejected Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, because Dirk didn't fit your mold of what a power forward was. Mm. He wasn't going to bang underneath. He's going outside and shooting threes. And because Lamar Jackson runs around instead of just dropping back, throwing the football, you can't give him his credit. No, 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 thing. no, 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 no. Like, I mean, if you if 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 he's does what he like said, he's a weapon. He's one of the probably 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's like right there. But to me, it's it's weighted so heavily with the soft looks he gets with his ability to threaten on the run and everything else. What I'm saying is that when you look at the history of the league, those guys, if Lamar wins the Super Bowl this year, he'd be the first type like that to do it. Who should and, and be consistently. the MVP? Who should win the MVP? Lamar. Okay. Now, a lot of Cowboy fans are saying, oh, why is Lamar getting this over Dak Prescott? Look at some of these different numbers. Um, and if you do look at the numbers, Dak hasn't beat in a lot of these different categories. Now, you're going to have the Ravens, of course, as the one seed, but Dak, more yards passing. We'll get to the run yards. They count. Dak, eight more yard, eight more touchdowns throwing. Dak only has one more interception, and Dak's QBR, Choppy, is five points higher. When you look at all your nerd numbers that you calculate and tabulate, is it still clear that Lamar is the MVP factor in the run stuff? Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, he's... <sighs> They're both having tremendous years. Uh, Lamar's fourth in QBR. Dak's second. Um, Lamar is third in adjusted net yards per attempt. Dak is right there. He is fifth. Um, Lamar has also run for 821 yards. Dak has run for 242. So, yeah, he ran over 600 more yards. Dak has two rushing touchdowns. Lamar only has five. Yeah, and, and you know, you add those together because that counts. Like, you know, it's not, to me, it's a quarterback's job is not to throw the ball. It's to move the chains. It's to, it's to gain yards by any means necessary. It doesn't matter if it's by a tush push, by
by a 30-yard pass, by a five-yard catch-and-run yak. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, their job is to move the chains and put their team in a position to win games. Like, that's their job, and, and Lamar does that. I mean, like, let's – look, after a while, he's going into this year, he had, like – I think he was fourth – I think he had the fourth most wins in the first five years of league history. Like, again, and, uh, wins are not the ultimate end-all, be-all. Like, it's like pitcher's wins in, in baseball, right? Like, you can have a four ERA and lead the league in wins, and you can have a one ERA and, and, and be 500. That doesn't mean you want the guy who leads the league in wins. You still want the guy who has the one ERA. But, you know, when you're talking about over a four- or five-year stretch where nobody in the history of the league outside of Mahomes and, like, I don't know, a couple other guys have more wins in Montana – like sooner or later, you just got to be like, okay, this dude's got it. Yeah, but I mean, like, like you weren't saying this dude's got it with Dak when Dak was like the winningest quarterback in the NFC for five years because it's that's not the statistic that matters. Here's the thing: is that what you're telling me? Like, like when you look at Lamar, this is the problem that I have. You're pri- a corner. Your primary job is to cover. If you tell me you're an average cover corner, but you're the best run support corner in the league, great. That, that's great. You help the defense in a number of ways. That's fine. Close. Your primary job, no. it is. No, it close. isn't. It absolutely is. Terrible analogy. When he wins a Super Bowl, we can Should come back Fox and talk. Sports Radio. Terrible analogy of Fox Sports Radio shots. I love it. Uh, all right. Jerry Jones live on Sean and our, actually, Jerry Jones live with his BFFs after this. Yeah. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You know things are going well. You know he has to be in a fantastic mood when Jerry Jones tells Peyton, let's start this thing a little bit early today. Here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby, your home of America's team is 105.3 The Fan. Good morning, Jerry Jones. How are you? Well, y'all, as usual, we're starting to throw off, and uh, you've got me figured out to the T. <laughs> I've been sitting up here since about uh, Six this morning with bated breath waiting to talk to you guys. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, uh, man, what a way to start the year. Uh, how exciting. Uh, I'll tell you this, uh, 23 was uh, really a heck of a year for everybody involved uh, for, in many ways around the Cowboys. Uh, I just can't uh, wait if, uh, to try to top it in 24. But uh, when get back at all for 23, uh, might have uh, gotten a little closer. That's to be tried, but maybe we can get that accomplished early in 24. Can you believe that you're sitting here in this position? Just try to put it into words, Jerry. If you win at the Commanders, you guys win the NFC East and sit there with the number two spot in the conference. Just try to put that into words in terms of believability. Well, it certainly uh, was a uh, yes secured it, all these words, uh, way uh, for us to end up in this spot. However, I will say this now, from the time we started training camp, uh, you know what was printed on our forehead and what the goal was, was to get ourselves in the best way we possibly could to compete in the playoffs and compete uh, for that ultimate prize. And uh, that implies having this spot as we go into the playoffs, it just implies. Now, what's 
Peyton, put him on hold real quick. Tell him, tell him uh, we want to reconnect uh, and try to get reestablished there uh, because we have to hear the celebration yes, we do. and the eagerness of wanting to speak with us since 6 o'clock. Since 6 o'clock this morning, up early, ready yeah. to go. Yeah, where really he probably has a meeting at 840. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. But seriously, look at the position that they're in. Yeah, they're in a great spot It's right insane. Now. I think we have Jerry back. Mr. Jones, you back with us? Okay, guys. Yeah, you're in good shape. Me, I'm hearing you well, and I'll try to uh, be uh, uh, faster and clearer. But certainly we thought that uh, this is where we wanted to be from the day we walked into training camp, uh, be in a position to uh, play hard and win a game and, and have it uh, uh, give us this kind of shot at home. So uh, excited to know in. I just couldn't believe it when uh, uh, Philadelphia uh, – Ended up losing that ball game this weekend and gave us this uh, uh, opportunity. Did, did that feel like a playoff game on Saturday night? Jerry, if the Eagles' loss to Seattle was marvelous, what was this one against Arizona? Jerry, let's, 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 let's focus a little bit more on what happened in Arlington. What was your understanding? What were you thinking, and what is your final understanding of that two-point conversion play that the whole sports world is talking about? Well, I think uh, it certainly uh, – uh, there were many times in that entire sequence of plays, uh, the plays before it, the one where we got the whipping or the, the tripping penalty mm-hmm. uh, really impacted our decision-making. We were obviously trying to score, and uh, that was a critical play. There were a lot of plays that happened there, and uh, I just can't leave the uh, convoluted way that uh, – uh, we ended up uh, winning that ball game. I can't believe it, but uh, uh, from the standpoint of of uh, the old adage that one play doesn't do it, in this particular series, it didn't do it. There were a lot of different plays that were uh, penalties that were called there, starting with our tripping penalty that uh, influenced that was uh, that were questionable. Jerry, is there anything the sport can do to? you know, make the procedure of declaring as an eligible receiver easier or more concise so there isn't confusion on the official's part? Or is that just something you just can't really worry about? Well, let me put it like this. First and foremost, the uh, uh, defensive team is supposed to know, it's clear, uh, who the ineligible, who the receiver is eligible that might not have been deemed eligible. That's clear. The rule calls for that. You're supposed to know that. If you're playing defense, anything you do to fuzzy that up uh, can get fuzzy up, and that's what happened. Jerry, you guys are now 20 and 5 when CeeDee Lamb goes for at least 80 yards receiving. I, I know you once referred to Ezekiel Elliott as the straw that stirs the drink on offense. Do you think Lamb has, has sort of become that for you guys, that proverbial straw on offense? Well, unquestionably, in the sense that you have to have a lot more coordination between the quarterback and the receiver, Lamb and Dak, uh, then it's wrong that it happens just uh, the game between the quarterback and the running back. Uh, you have to have coordination between all of them, but that receiver combo uh, has to do with confidence. It has to do with just uh, complete uh, each one of them probably getting in each other's shoes. Uh, that's happening here, and we're seeing it. And, boy, we're benefiting from it. Uh, two great players, Prescott as well as Lamb, are in sync, and uh, it's really uh, uh, 
been a, a huge uh, asset embellishment, the fact that they're together as good as they are. Jerry Jones brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you every Tuesday here on Sean and RJ 105.3 The Fan. Uh, Jerry, what were some of the other performances that jumped out uh, to you from Saturday that led to that win that, that really impressed you? Lawrence, Lawrence from the get-go, mm-hmm. uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, boy, he set the tone with the very first play, and he played that way throughout. It's consistent with how he's been playing. Uh, sometimes the actual sack or pressure sack, even that doesn't give the impact in the game that a player is having, obviously. Well, Lawrence is such a, uh, such a player to uh, deal with over on the defense. He's relentless, uh, he's talented, uh, and he's a pressure player. Uh, and, of course, he's uh, uh, just been incremental in the success that we've had stopping the run. Uh, as you know, we look at our defense and say, hey, how about a little more run support from the defense? Well, uh, we all know that's a big answer and a complicated one. But Lawrence gives us that compliment that, uh, uh, boy, we w- would have an issue uh, in the run game if it weren't for Lawrence. And, Jerry, you talking about the run defense there. Is it comforting to you that, you know, following the Buffalo game and, and the trouble you guys had stopping the run, that you've been able to hold two of the top rushing teams in the NFL, the Dolphins and the Lions, really below their season averages? Does, it, does that give you confidence in where the run game is heading on defense? It, it certainly does. Very impressive. Uh, to, to very impressive. And uh, as you know, uh, we do some things to put the pressure on the quarterback. Uh, and plus we do some things in coverages with our uh, top linebacker that we play with there, a combination safe linebacker, so that we can stay with those tight ends and stay with those intermediate. Jerry, while things have improved on the run defense side, you guys have failed to rush for 100 yards in three straight games. That's the first time that's happened in a season since 2013. Do you have any concerns about where your run game is at on the offensive side of the ball heading into the postseason? Yes, I do. Uh, but uh, that's the place to be concerned, and um, we should be. We should always be concerned about the run going into the playoffs. But uh, uh, do we have uh, do we have the ability to run the ball in the playoffs? And yes, we do. Uh, you start with Pollard, but also uh, I like what's happening in our offensive line. We've played a lot of players lately. Uh, we've got a chance to benefit from those reps that those backups have been having as well. Jerry, how are you feeling about the status of Tyler Smith? Well, I don't know the status. don't know that anybody does this morning. But because of what happens with a plantar fascia injury, they really root for it to completely tear, just completely tear. And if it does, uh, then it's apparently uh, a lot more uh, – a lot more – realistic to think that they can almost go right back out there. It's when it's in between there, partially torn, like the, our uh, tight end had during training camp. Having said that, uh, uh, I'm going to be pos- uh, very positive, should be positive about it. Uh, it'll it'll uh, take quite an effort on his part to uh, be there and productive for us. Any chance you guys have, uh, I know you're always looking, uh, but any extra scouring out there on the market for some O-line help given Tyler's status? You can imagine there, that's probably the most sought-after uh, sought asset uh, 
anywhere this time of year in the NFL is to find a productive offensive lineman. They're rare, uh, to say the least. They're rare availabilities, even almost impossible. Uh, but we certainly are at all times uh, pounding it to uh, try to improve it. And uh, but the big thing is that uh, we're going to count on Schumer. We're going to count on uh, our depth that we've been. Notre correspondant Orange est en ligne. Are Jerry you there? Well, <laughs> what? can we uh, get well, a translator for that? On on there? <laughs> Something that sounded French, but they said Italy. So I don't know what uh, what happened in there. What was that? <laughs> yeah. Jason Whitlock get a hold of Jerry's phone there or that something? Is... What was going on there? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard anything like that I'm in my life. That's a good reference, Chavi. Thank you. That's a good reference. Very good reference. Uh, all right, we'll see if we can get Jerry back here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby, 105.3 The Fan. Tyler Smith, what do you make of that? You're Dr. Choppy, along with uh, Dr. Shaquille O'Neal. You guys got the same medical degree. Apparently. Uh, they say, though, that you want the complete tear, the complete rupture of the plantar fascia that makes it more less pain. Not, not that it helps at the injury. It just manages the pain a little bit better. So that, that sounds like that's what it is. All right, Jerry, we'll, we'll wrap this up here shortly. We wanted you to go ahead and finish up your yeah, statement. This may be, yeah, this may be better for us, but uh, I'm, I'm really looking at the depth that we've been able to uh, play over these last few games. Uh, that was a good outing by Bass in there. Uh, Chuma will uh, be called on to help us out a lot here, uh, but I don't in any way want to dismiss that uh, uh, Tyler could – uh, be out there as early as this week. We'll see how it goes, but uh, it really has to do with dealing with pain. Jerry Jones joins us here. The injury 105. itself is doable. The injury itself is doable to play on. Very good. Jerry Jones joins us here on 105 through the fan. All right, I want to take you through this, uh, this end of game scenario. Uh, your last possession. This has been talked about a lot over the weekend. It's two minute warning. You come out. There's a pass on first and twenty five. This is after the tripping penalty. Complete to Lamb. Detroit takes a timeout. It's their second of three. The next pass at seven, second and 14 was a deep pass to Cooks. Did you have a problem with passing in that situation, not running the ball, forcing Detroit to use their final timeout and burn another 40 seconds plus off the clock? Well, the pass was uh, uh, designed or the, the thought process was uh, to go to a, a more of a flat, flatter pass, not uh, to the end zone. And uh, that success uh, with has a high high, high percentage uh, completion ratio. Uh, the issue is whether you just totally put your mind on the clock and try to knock 40 seconds off that clock. That's speculative in and of itself. Uh, uh, Mike wanted to go for the win. Uh, the uh, uh, penalty course uh, that we got for tripping, uh, which was uh, uh, really questionable. Uh, but the point is, we got that penalty for trip, and that kind of really uh, fr frustrated, frustrated, if you will, uh, the situation. Having said that, uh, the the touchdown, of course, does it. Field goal we got, uh, but uh, more importantly, we didn't get the time off the clock. Hindsight, I'd like to have the time off the clock. Jerry, we have to talk about the special moment at halftime. Could you just recap for us what it was like? to uh, have Jimmy Johnson go into that ring of honor? Well, I think that uh, uh, you saw it in the eyes of uh, <laughs> all the 
players of the time, and frankly, I was really, uh, uh, really, uh, uh, if you will, impressed or or taken back really by the enthusiasm of the other uh, Hall of Fame members, the Stallback, the Bob Lillies, the Tony Dorsets. So it was a, a great time. Uh, more importantly, um, uh, the right thing happened in terms of him being in the uh, Ring of Honor. The rule is uh, one simply: it's not just about the coaching or the playing; it's about who has really made a major contribution to uh, the Cowboy franchise. Uh, that's the way it was handed off to me by Tex Ram, who uh, invented the, the Ring of Honor, and I hold to that. Uh, I'm, uh, I know that over the years just by the nature of our relationship, the success we had, the way our time together ended as far as him being coached the Cowboys, uh, it became uh, 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 even uh, more uh, interesting or, or, if you will, a little more controversial. Uh, and uh, the, But none of that, uh, in my mind, stood in the way of uh, he was always going in the uh, uh, ring of honor. Uh, he had... Uh, 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 two great Super Bowl wins as coach. He had a great five years here uh, with the Cowboys. Uh, our time together changed my life. Uh, I know from talking with him personally, it changed his. Uh, it was a, a great day for both of us. Jerry, uh, we, we obviously talked about the Tyler Smith injury. Are you any closer to getting Jonathan Hankins back on the field? And in general, how is uh, your team's health heading into this game against Washington? I think there's a real good chance, and this is really mirrored mainly not by how he checks out today, but the plan was for him to have a shot uh, this game. Now, we didn't know we were going to be – but we knew we were going to play Washington, but we didn't know the stakes that were going to be here, uh, assuming, though, that at all hands on deck at all times. So I hope Hankins will be back in there. Uh, But Smith played pretty good. And uh, so that uh, we need him to continue to increase the level of uh, effectiveness, uh, Mozzie Smith, uh, but it'd be good to have Hankins back. Jerry, I wanted to get your thoughts on the uh, David Tepper situation. He appeared uh, to throw a drink on a fan uh, in their game against Jacksonville this weekend. What are your thoughts on that? Do you expect the league to take any action uh, against the owner? Well, I wouldn't have a thought on that because it does uh, involve uh, uh, the league and uh, uh, David Tepper. Uh, I know that uh, uh, from this standpoint, I know him, uh, know him well. Uh, he's a individually, he's a credit to uh, the NFL, and uh, 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 I do know that, boy, when you're not winning, uh, and uh, I can say firsthand. Of uh, how uh, how tough that can be, and it's pretty tough when you're on the road too. So, uh, but the bottom line is you're dealing with a very, very high quality, extraordinarily high quality uh, individual, and you're dealing with somebody that has put it all on the line. He didn't back away. He has got uh, got the whole show down there on his shoulders, and. Uh, uh, so um, he, uh, nobody has the incentive to do it right or for the Carolina Panthers and David Tepper. 
Well, look, uh, the whole Metroplex uh, has gotten a new shot of energy with this opportunity on Sunday. It's unbelievable. We had a night to always remember on Saturday, thanks to Mr. Bennett Glazer, and you made us look good in front of our ladies by uh, <laughs> catching them with us on the field. So it was great to see you, great to catch up, and let's well, keep the magic going. Well, we'll, get, well guys, I'm not getting off yet because you brought up a great <laughs> subject for me, David Tepper. I mean, not <laughs> <laughs> Bennett Glazer, uh, but my fondest memory of Bennett was we went over to Kentucky and made a, a, a one of a great traditional trip to one of the great, great, great distilleries over there, Maker's Mark, and uh, boy, we were all we had quite a crowd with us, so big that David and I, I mean not David and I, but Tep, uh, but uh, Bennett, we sat in the floor. We sat in the floor and literally had our legs crossed with the other one looking at each other, almost nose to nose. And that's the way we flew back uh, to Dallas to uh, uh, come home from that trip. Uh, now, you get to know each other pretty good in a circumstances like that. And uh, uh, we probably didn't even need the airplane. We'd been over uh, having a, a tasting for uh, our maker's mark uh, uh, great uh, relationship and having the owners blend and all of that with uh, Bennett. But the point is that we really didn't need the airplane. We could have flown back under our own power. <laughs> but uh, uh, he's a great, he's really a great, great, great citizen of our area and has done so much economically for our area. And so uh, he's a pleasure. He's a real pleasure to be around. And he puts that wind beneath my wings as a real supporter of the Dallas Cowboys. Well said. Thank you so much for the time. This is an awesome feeling. We can't wait for the next one. Go and get the uh, division title. Thank you, Jerry. Let's have a big week. Thank you, guys. Jerry Jones brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you. I think that we're, we're going to another game. Now we're going to another we're going game. To another game. <laughs> we're going to the whole, whole playoffs, baby. Oh man! So that was uh, that was Jerry Jones. What an interview for yes. a lot of different reasons. Yes. A lot of reasons <laughs> that, that was here you know? on 105.3 The Fan. Whew. Man, uh, but yeah. So um, I thought it was interesting that he flat out acknowledged it there that he's concerned with the way the run game is right now. And, and I mean, it's hard to deny hard given to the, deny, the, yeah. the fact that they've struggled like they have, like I said, had said to him there, it's the first time in a decade that they've gone three straight games without a hundred yards rushing. And that's, that's got to improve, especially if, if Tyler Smith is banged up, you're going to need everybody to step up. What about the offensive line in general? It feels like Dak Prescott against Miami and in this last game has been scrambling for his life a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? That's for the entire offensive line. Give us your star up, star downs. Brought to you by the Big Green Egg on your home of America's team at 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. PFFs, biggest grades defensively, Donovan Wilson, Chauncey Golston, Jordan Lewis, Dante Fowler, Micah, and Tank. Highest graded offensive players from PFF, CD, Cooks, Dak, and Tyler Biotish. You have any other ones on there, Bob? Ideas. Uh, no, I, I mean, I think that that pretty much covers the the offensive side uh, just with the way that I, I think Dak played a good game. Uh, I, I don't think he was uh, – look, we, we've clearly seen in recent weeks him drop off from the all-time high he was playing at, and, and I don't think he he played poorly in this game. I don't think he played poorly against Miami. I think it's just – you're, you're seeing him come back down to a little bit more of a sustainable level. But he played well in this one. I was really impressed with Brandon Cooks in this game. Uh, just the fact that I think somebody had the the note up there. I've got to check it because it feels odd when we've talked about how 
Brandon Cooks, it doesn't feel like is being used totally correctly. That was a big discussion point earlier this season. Why can't you get them? Why can't you get them going? Uh, like he's encroaching on a career high in touchdown receptions. He's at seven now, so he's two off of his career high, which is wild to me to think after all the discussion we had earlier in the year about how he's just not being used the right way. And now we're sitting here in a position to keep this streak going. I think of 19 straight years where someone has not won the division in back-to-back years. Are you kidding? 19 straight? 19 straight. That will never happen again, I don't, right? I don't think so. I mean, the NFL sets up for something like that, but if you look around the league, I mean, you know, Kansas City seems to have a stranglehold in the West for now. Um, the East, I guess, in the AFC, you could have Buffalo and Miami trade blows for a while. I mean, yeah, New England held that for 20 years. They held that forever. In the North, I mean, the way I mean, Pittsburgh always has 10 wins. Baltimore is great. Cincinnati, I mean, that might that might be the one where you have four. I mean, I don't want to say Pittsburgh. You have three really good teams that might just kind of trade off for a while. And I think there's like an eight-year streak right now for the Chiefs winning the West. Oh, God, I was rooting against them bad. I was rooting against them, and uh, I misspoke. I said 16 straight years, I think, for Mike Tomlin over 500. I think it's 17. So I want to give credit to the greatness of Mike Tomlin playing with those bunch of brats (laughs) that he has on that team. All right, speaking of whiners, speaking of crying, part two. Of spying on filthy. They are melting down and going crazy so much that we have a second batch of spying on filthy audio. Jerry's happy about it. We are as well. Next on Sean and RJ. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 